So what's the big surprise, Bob? Why are we on this airplane? Well, you know how we want to get more music by more artists to more people to hear? Yeah? I've rigged this plane up with a loudspeaker. I figured we'll just buzz every neighborhood we can reach and play as much music as possible. Are you kidding? I have, look, I have a much better idea. What do you mean? What, what's that? Just donate to the public radio station of your choice. When you do that, it helps make the All Songs Considered podcast possible. We're all part of a big public radio family, and listener support helps ensure All Songs Considered keeps sharing more music by more artists from all over the globe. Just go to donate.npr.org music to get started. Donate.npr.org music? Yep, donate.npr.org music. There you can make a donation to the public radio station of your choice. You support the station, that supports the public radio family, which supports all songs considered. Well, I'm going to say that over the loudspeaker. Donate.npr.org music. Now land this plane. Um, let's see, what is... This lever It's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan, and uh, who's that? Hello? Hello? Is this thing working? Can you hear me? Robin Hilton? Oh, Bob. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. I, I was going to record our listener pick show, uh, The Top 20, and do a show from it. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Let's do it. It's such a beautiful day. Let's do two. How about... Two shows together as one. Okay, as listener picks 2021. We put that poll out a week ago and asked listeners to tell us what their favorite albums of the year were, and all the votes started pouring in, and I always love seeing what people pick. And so we're just going to count down. Let's do the top 20 uh, results that we got from listeners, and we'll play some music along the way and share the results. Awesome. And, uh, and we'll partial songs for many, uh, and we'll make a playlist out of all. How's that? Perfect. Let's start with number 20. We got uh, Solar Power, the album from Lord, uh, her third album in eight years. Just came out in August. You know, uh, it's funny, listeners picked her last album, 2017's Melodrama. They picked that as the number two record in our listener poll that year. And I think it probably would have been number one if it hadn't been for Kendrick Lamar's Damn that also came out that year. Uh, but here she is back four years later with Solar Power. She calls it her weed album. <laughs> and, <love> uh, <laughs> and it's much more laid back, I think, is that some of the sentiment and some of the psychedelia in it and, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. dreaminess I'm, to it. Yeah, it just uh, the whole record has this warm glow. Um, and we should play a little bit from it. Absolutely. How about if we... I, I want to play the title cut. Yeah, How's that, that? that's the song. All right, here comes Solar Power. I hate the winter. Can't stand the cold. I tend to cancel all the plans. But when the heat comes, something takes a hold. Can I kick it? Yeah, I can. My cheeks in hot color, overripe peaches. No shirt, no shoes, only my features. My boy behind me, he's taking pictures. The boys and girls onto the beaches Come on, come on, tell you my secrets I'm kinda like a prettier Jesus Forget all of the tears that you've cried It's over Green, aquamarine, the girls are dancing. Uh, this album's produced by, with uh, Jack Antonoff, and <laughs> it, it, it isn't the only one on this list <laughs> that he's working on. Yeah, I mean, the guy's everywhere. This title song from this album is a pretty great jam. It has a great breakdown at the end that reminds me a lot of George Michael's Freedom 90 or the, or the beta band's Dry oh, the don't, Rain. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, that's a great song. That is an incredible song. But, you know, I, we saw a lot of artists this year make music that was just about feeling good, and that's what we got from Solar Power. Love it. Uh, how about uh, number 19 was Casey Musgraves, her fifth album. Starcrossed is the record from Casey Musgraves that came out in September, and... You know, she's an artist who's always pushed and challenged the boundaries of 
country music, and she does that even more on this record. In fact, there's very little on this record that I, I was would say call barely country. <laughs> country. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, in fact, the Grammys decided not to include it on its list of country album contenders this year. But it's a really poignant album, I think. It's all about love and life and grief that she's processing, which is another recurring theme we hear on a lot of the records this year. A divorce album of sorts, yeah, from uh, Russ and Kelly. Uh, following her marriage album, right? I mean, right. just three years ago, uh, right. that Golden Hour record was all about um, all about her marriage. And three years, wow. <laughs> Casey Musgraves, uh, again, we'll do a playlist of all of our songs, but we have 20 to get through. And uh, let's move on to uh, number 18. St. Vincent's Daddy's Home. I heard a lot of mixed opinions about it from longtime fans. From me? <laughs> from people. Like, there, I, there were some fans who, who definitely weren't into this record. It is her homage to 70s pop and rock, and I'm someone who really loved it. She's someone who, you know, I'm always going to listen to because I want to see what she's doing. And when I first started listening to this record, I thought, all right, I'll take this journey with you. I hear shades of Pink Floyd and the Alan Parsons Project, and I feel like she just executes her vision on this record so beautifully and perfectly. With the help of uh, Jack Antonoff. (laughs) (laughs) This should be a drinking game, anyone listening to the show. If you're not driving somewhere, just have a drink every time you hear Jack Antonoff's name. But uh, this was a record inspired in part by her father and the music he loved and, uh, you know, her just paying tribute to that. Daddy's Home uh, from St. Vincent coming in at number 18. And number 17, one of the few debut albums we have from an artist. Uh, it's from Arlo Parks, uh, Collapsed in Sunbeams is a record. Uh, came out at the top of the year. And this was probably, well, it's hard to say for me because I, there are so many records I love, but this is a good contender for my album of the year. It is just so beautiful and so immaculately produced, you know, made during the pandemic. I love her voice, her her songwriting, her songcraft. I don't know. I think also what what really connects well with me on this record is that the overall recurring theme of this album is uh, about staying strong and resilient, not in the face of great adversity, but in the face of just being a human being, you know? It, like, she's not up against extraordinary or unusually dramatic challenges. It's just the daily struggle of life and how we get through that that really resonated with me. Can we play the song Hurt from Arlo Parks? Absolutely, definitely. Here, here we go. I wouldn't lie if I, if I to, to say that uh, there's something still in my life about a, a, a British accent in a song <laughs> that draws me in. And, and having just watched all the Beatles stuff, uh, oh, yeah. the documentary, uh, I was reminded of that. that yeah. it, uh, you know, 
growing up in New York and stuff and hearing that accent, knowing only that accent, but hearing then a British accent, people speaking different way. Intonation in singing can come out in many ways. And, and for her, uh, well, she's beautiful voice, beautiful intonation, but then there's also that accent that, uh, that helps. It gives a different color to the songs for sure, but... I, I don't know, listening to this, and this may happen several times during the, the taping of this show, where I say, You're no, this cry, is the album. <laughs> yeah, no, cry. No, where, yeah, oh, yeah, you, as soon as you hit play on Hurt, I was like, oh, yeah, definitely my album, album of the year. But I will say, you know, you and I have to listen to a lot of music every year. We get to listen to a lot of music. We don't get a lot of time to just camp out with any one record. Yeah. But man, if I could just camp out with one record this year, it would have been this one. And for those who've never seen it, there is a, a wonderful Tiny Desk concert, home concert that we did with her in 2020 before this album came out. Really worth a watch and you get a, an insight into her personality. That's Arlo Parks, yeah. the number 17 album on our listener picks. Collapsed into Sunbeams. And number 16 is Churches, their album Screen Violence. Uh, it's a fourth album, and another one of those records that's a product of the pandemic, and we'll see that a lot through our list and a lot through our listening. People uh, figuring out ways to record, in this case, across oceans between Glasgow and L.A., and figuring out how to how to make those things happen. It's It's both challenging and kind of very rewarding when you can make that stuff happen. Yeah, that's definitely where they landed with this one. Kind of a concept album, as the name suggests, with the, with the word screen in the title. It's kind of a record about how we've been living our lives, right, this past year and a half, mostly through screens and what that's sort of done to our state of mind. I'm glad you turned your camera off. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like looking at anybody when we, when we do these shows. It's much better. That, work, that works yeah. well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, number 16 is uh, from Church's Screen Violence. And number 15, uh, here's a group that didn't have to look at each other through screens because they live <laughs> together. <laughs> the music of Lowe, uh, the music of Alan Sparhawk and uh, Mimi Parker. They've been making music together for, uh, what, a quarter of a century? <laughs> yeah, almost 30 years since their first wow. record came out. I mean, it's incredible. And, and so adventurous, right? This record, I think it's where it is, number 15 on our list, because it was such a cool-sounding uh, album. Well, that's the thing. They've been doing this so long, but they keep coming up with a world of sound that I feel like I've never heard before. And that's what they do on this record. It's just incredible. Very cool sounding record. It's engineered by this fellow named B.J. Burton, uh, a name uh, some of us might know from uh, Bon Iver, but uh, lots of other projects. And he was nominated for uh, Best Engineer for a non-classical album. Uh, we should listen to some of that, right? What do you want to play? Let's hear a little bit of the song All Night because it's got some great, great noise in it.
one of the great headphones albums of, we should have a, a category for that, great headphone albums of 2021. Uh, hey What is the album from Low. Wow. Love Mimi's voice. So beautiful and airy, floating over all those more twisted sounds. Just incredible. You want to take us to number 14? You know what? Let's do it. Julian Baker. Julian Baker's record, Little Oblivions. Listeners said that that was the number 14 record uh, in our listener poll this year. Kind of a downcast record for her with a lot of self-examination going on in the songs, but also a very beautiful record. Yeah, one of the things that I, I, I love about artists, and Lowe was a good example of that as an artist challenging themselves on this third album, Julian's playing almost all the instruments. So yep. she's you know singing, playing guitar, which she always does. But here she's on drums, she's on keyboard, she's on bass. I want to play, if that's okay with you, the song Favor, which is my favorite on the record. Favor uh, includes her uh, boy genius pals Lucy Dacus and Phoebe Bridgers on vocals. So how about we do that from Julian Baker, a number 14 album. I control the faders here, and, and I, I get lost in, in this song and, oh, man. And, and some of the words. Especially. I love the line, like a nicotine patch hardly works, then it's over. <laughs> That's life in a nutshell. Whatever it is, it hardly works, and it's, it's over too soon. Um, yeah, she's confronting a lot of demons on this record. You know, she's, She talks about the ways we sabotage ourselves by poor choices and... You know, we ignore obvious warning signs. There's some allusions to, to suicide and substance abuse. She gets really dark, but I don't know. I see the victory of hope in, in this album. There's a lot of hope in this record. And like I said, it's very beautiful. Julian Baker, Little Oblivions, and uh, that song Favor was a song on to 13. Billie Eilish, happier than ever. <laughs> Billie Eilish, a super, super highly anticipated uh, record from her, and you know she's she's got that gift of making music that's creepy and beautiful and and funny, and uh, that's what fans get on this record. Happier than ever, I think the recurring theme on this album is essentially you don't know who I am, 
and you know, and, and stop stalking me. <laughs> and stop stalking me. It's you know, she reflects a lot on how much her life has changed in the past few years, and all the fame and attention she's gotten, and how people have. You know, just all the chatter online on social media from from fans about who she is and what she's like, and she's saying, you know, you may think you you know me after all this time, but you don't. I'm not who you think I am, and um, she's very happy with life despite some of the darkness in her songs. She says that she's very excited for the future, and she's in love with who she is and where she is in her life. How about we play a song NDA? <laughs> well, speaking of stalkers and a song dealing with privacy and relationships and and what it's like to be famous and live a try to live a normal life yeah did you think i'd show up in the limousine no. had to save my money for security got a stock of walking up and on the street says he's satan and he'd like to meet i bought a secret ass when i was 17 haven't had a party since I got the keys Had a pretty boy over but he couldn't stay On his way I made him sign an NDA Eilish, you can tell she's happier than ever. Yeah, I mean, if if, if you want to stalk me, that's fine, but I'm going to need you to sign this NDA first. <laughs> I mean, it's it's creepy, it's funny, and she is yeah. totally in control. I, I think that that's what she's saying on this record. I got this. You know, I got it. Number 12 record, Little Sims, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. Oh my so. God, this record... I love this album so much. Uh, I noticed that the BBC Radio 6 picked this as their album of the year, and I totally get it. It is. I was just so knocked out by this album. It's her uh, fourth album. Uh, she's a Nigerian-British singer. Actually, we have two Nigerian-British singers in our top 20, with Arlo Parks being half Nigerian. And, and the album title, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, uh, I recently learned is, is a sort of what's called a backronym. Did you know this? Mm-mm. Which is S I M B I is a part of a first name. So sometimes I might be introvert. Simbi. Uh, <laughs> I, I I've somehow missed that that part of this. It's clever. As are the words uh, she sings. You want to play something? Yeah, let's do uh, what you might call the the title cut. It's called Introvert, and one of the things I think you'll hear on this song that is across this whole album is that. She just takes such a big swing with it. It's so expansive and ambitious and big and beautiful and just incredible. The kingdom's on fire, the blood of a young messiah. I see sinners in a church, I see sinners in a church. Sometimes I might be introvert, there's a war inside. I hear battle cries, mothers burying sons, young boys playing with guns. The devil's a liar, fulfill your wildest desires. Now I don't want to be the one to doctor this But if you can't feel pain then you can't feel the opposite The fight between the yin and yang's a fight you'll never win I study humans that makes me an anthropologist I'm not into politics but I know it's dark times Parts of the world still living in apartheid But if I don't take this winner's flight that's career suicide Though I should have been a friend when your grandma died I see the illness in my aunt laying in her bed I see her soul rising as her body gets closer to death Just being a burden I hate that these conversations are surfaced 
Sims are artists or Sim be the person To you I'm smiling but really I'm hurting I dedicate my life and gave my heart over 20 something years Left wondering how I even feel, but was it even worth it? I bought a lot and spill it in verses One day I'm wordless, next day I'm a wordsmith Close to success but to happiness I'm the furthest At night I wonder if my tears will dry on their own Hoping I will fulfill Amy's purpose Angel said don't let ego be a disturbance In the demon said motherfucker you earnest Like they ship you of everything you're deserving Realize there is a prison and ask me a condition as fuck Man it's like they can't sleep till our spirit is crushed How much fighting must we do we've been fearless enough Always seen as broken homes here in poverty Corrupt government officials lies and atrocities How they talking almost threatening the economy Knocking down communities to re-up on properties I'm directly affected it does more than just bother me Look beyond the surface don't you see what you want to see My speech ain't involuntary projecting attention straight Pretty hard to, to get out of this song because she is just going on She is just absolutely killing it on this song uh, all just so grand and cinematic and beautifully orchestrated just love this album that's little sims sometimes i might be introvert the number 12 album that our listeners picked and we love our listeners they picked number 11 it's the war on drugs i don't live here anymore is uh, is the name of the album and uh, in fact they don't they're a philly band uh now uh spread out uh, across the country um, they recorded this record over uh, about a three-year period, and I think I read somewhere it was seven studios. And it just came out the end of October, and this is an album that they say is one of the most, I guess, collaborative records, or, you know, where everyone in, in the group felt like they really contributed to it. And man, a lot of love from our listeners for this record. Not just that it comes in at 11, but we just, we see it in the tiny desks and, and other coverage we've had. Fans really love this band. So that's The War on Drugs, uh, the album called I Don't Live Here Anymore. Let's go on to number 10, Brandy Carlisle's In These Silent Days. What a breathtaking record. You know, she just pulls out all the stops on this album. Another artist who takes a big, big swing. I just thought it was extraordinary. It's a, a one of, another one of those great records that were written during quarantine and affects uh, the writing that goes on here. Uh, it's also written shortly after she wrote her memoir. Yeah. So a lot of the songs are reflections of her life and memories. Beautifully produced by Dave Cobb and Shooter Jennings uh, down in Nashville. Nice mix of these lovely ballads. She shreds at times. There's some epic rock. Her voice is so solid. And then a lot of inspiration in these songs, too. Like you said, uh, reflecting on her life, all about holding on and keeping your faith when times get tough. Brandy Carlisle, In These Silent Days. On to number nine. Snail Mail's Valentine album. It just came out. It hasn't, what, it's been about a month. Music of Lindsay Jordan. Another deeply personal uh, record and, uh, and also a record affected by quarantine. She, for a while, uh, went back home to her parents' house. She also talks about, in, in a song called Ben Franklin on the record, talks about um, going into rehab for uh, a month and a half and dealing a lot. I mean, she's another artist... And we see this a bunch with artists who are very, very young, finding fame. We see that in Billie Eilish, struggling with what that means and how to deal with it. And fame's a struggle as much as it is a, 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 such an enrichment to one's life. But it's not easy the way everything you do is, if you're a sensitive person, or often sensitive people make great music, you're then sensitive to all the things that come back at you for the things that you do. And that, that's really hard to deal with. Yeah, and she she sorts through that all on this record in, in really beautiful ways. We should hear something from it. I'd love to play the title cut. I'm, I'm just going to warn you right now, Robin. I, I my hand feels really tired, and and I, <laughs> Once I you get I, that I volume that, up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could, the volume's up. It's it's pulling it down midway through the song. It it might be hard. So well, you're not you a young man. You're not a young man anymore. So <laughs> it's it's hard. I know to move those faders. So let's hear uh, Snail Mail's title track, Valentine. Let's go be alone Where no one can see us, honey Careful in that room Those parasitic cameras, don't they stop staring? Both 
You just couldn't do it, could you? Uh, th- no, I, I, I just got the strength up to hit the, the stop mute button. So, I, well, the stop button. And actually, yeah, maybe I should do it again. Play it, play it again. Yeah, yeah. I pictured you lying on the floor, reaching up, trying to, trying to hit the stop button. <laughs> But that, that's, that's all right. If there, it, it's I had no problem with that at all. I, I love how she she really stretches sonically on this record. I think you don't hear it quite as much on that particular song, but there's some songs with some nice weirdness kind of going on behind them. She plays around with synths a bit more. There's some incredible string arrangements on the record, particularly on a song called Mia. I uh, really love this this album from, from Snail Mail. And she's going through an awful lot. She just had to postpone her tour for, uh, she found some, they found polyps on her vocal cords and uh, a lot going on in her life, but something to be quite proud of, Valentine. Uh, let's go to number eight. You could call this de- a debut, uh, an album by a debut artist, Silk Sonic, but not <laughs> quite, right? Not quite. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack collaborating together as Silk Sonic. Their debut album, I guess, is An Evening with Silk Sonic, and I, I think this is maybe... Yeah, no, it's not maybe. It's definitely my favorite collaboration or partnership of the year. They just work so perfectly together. Mixing this, you know, there's this vintage Motown sound with funk and rap and the grooves just run so deep. I just had a big goofy smile on my face listening to this whole album. Would I be able to tell the difference from uh, the normal goofy face? <laughs> from my normal goofy <laughs> face. I'm also moving usually with this goofy face. Maybe oh, that's, maybe that's the to, big difference. Yeah. Yeah, good. The camera's off. We should. Uh, we what should, do you want to play? I, I want to play "Fly as Me." Fly as okay. me. Okay. Here we go. One, two, make you wanna. You don't need a spatula, Bob. Everything's catered. <laughs> That's one of the lines from that song. They are so fun and funny. And together, they're doing sort of what St. Vincent did and paying homage to the 70s. And I think also like St. Vincent, they just nailed it perfectly. It's so clear that they are steeped in these classic sounds and rhythms. They're having fun with it. I love it. Silk Sonic, an evening with Silk Sonic. Our number eight record. We're on to number seven, Taylor Swift, a remake of her 2012 album, Red. Yeah, uh, which, she, she's been re-recording her first six studio albums as a way to regain ownership over the master recordings. She put out uh, a re-recorded version of Fearless in April, and uh, it's given her an opportunity to, to revisit and rethink some of these songs. And rethink them in a 10-minute version of, uh, what was it, All Too Well? All Too Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the original version that's only like five minutes long is, is on this record as well. But yeah, she decided to do another version that has all the original verses and melodies that had been cut uh, out of the, the first, one, first version that went out in 2012. Did we mention yet um, Jack Antonoff? 
<laughs> His name did come up a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think here again, uh, Taylor Swift, number seven, red uh, on to number six. Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Yeah, this was number 13 on NPR's list of the best albums. Um, you know, this is a record where I think just creatively another artist who just pulls out all, all the stops and showcases really every level of his creativity. And it is as vast, his rhymes and stories. Um, I think we should play a track called Was Your Name from it, where he connects malnourished with syrup and tourists. <laughs> rhymes those <laughs> words together. Uh, but also in the production, I think you'll hear on this, that he's kind of old school, but uniquely his own, you know, all at the same time. Awesome. Here's Tyler, the creator. What's your name? You look malnourished. Get some bread, fried an egg, yolk, you're drowning in syrup. You can spot, I pick a tail number, and we can be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, we when we dance, disco in France. Smell some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off, I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. If you got a man, you should cut it off. Get your passport, cause we run it off. We can sit and talk, you can tell me everything that's on your chest, baby, get it off. You are my type, you are bright light, and I'm like a moth, this is not a game. But before we start, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? 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 Yeah. What is your name? What do you bring? Yeah. I think that I got what you need, and I'm willing to do anything that you please. I'm trying to get down to the root of the apple, the deepest I could in them chains. Yeah, he really kills it on this record. And he can go really, really deep and and in some unexpected directions too. I think this is I think this is one of the best works he's ever done. Call me if you get lost from Tyler, the creator, coming in at number six, and we are now at the top five. Is your favorite there? Uh, Question mark? Oh, yes, for listening. Find I, out I, after the break. <laughs> and if you want to know more, <laughs> you'll just have to join us after the break. It's all songs considered from NPR Music, and we'll be back, we promise. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. Ready for a new ride, but not sure where to start? Try the tool designed to make car shopping and financing easier. With Capital One Auto Navigator, you can find a car and get pre-qualified instantly. Then see your real rate and monthly payment without impacting your credit score. It's so simple, you might feel like you're taking the easy way out. That's because you are. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. It's All Songs Considered, and Robin Hilton and I are together for maybe the third time this year. We did a, a Favorite Artist of the Year So Far show, right? Oh, right. Uh, That's right. Earlier in the year. Summer or so, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we did something else, but boy, it's easy to forget doing things like that. <laughs> it's so easy. I mean, it, as soon as we're done with this, it's gone. It's out of my memory. It's it's just poof. It's a gift, I guess. It's a, a gift. <laughs> We are doing the top 20 listener picks. We'll make a playlist of the top 20. And how about we do more? Yeah, we can do playlist. that. We can do what? Do you want to do the top 50? Do the top 50. Awesome. So we'll put those playlists up on uh, online at the All Songs Considered website. But we are at this top five moment. And I love, I love this moment. This is the ones that, at least in the way the voting worked out and looking at the tallies, these are the passionate picks. So uh, I want to start with... One of my favorite albums of 2021, uh, Lucy Dacus' Home Video. I thought this was maybe your favorite record of the year. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm putting that list together, but why ruin the surprise, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, been a, I've been only a casual 
Lucy Dacus fan over the over the recent years, but man, she just keeps getting better and better. Tremendous growth as an artist, and uh, this this record really won me over. It is her third album, um, NPR Music's number three album. Uh, there are some songs, uh, <laughs> sort of cringeworthy lookbacks to her school days and awkward friendships. Yeah. Uh, but what Lucy does best is making songs that are both funny and enlightening, sometimes painfully so, as in the song Thumbs, which may be one of the most powerful songs of the year for me and one of my hardest listens. Oh, and I think she as a singer says it's one of the hardest songs that she's dealt with but let's play something uh from a home video that's not the painful song let's play one of her rockers let's you want to play hot and heavy hot and heavy yeah i love this song being back here makes me hot in the face Hot blood in my pulsing veins heavy memories weighing on my brain Hot and heavy in the basement of your parents' place You used to be so sweet Now you're a firecracker on a crowded street Couldn't look away even if I wanted Try to walk away but I come back to the start
Lucy Dacus, Hot and Heavy. Wow. Hearing that on headphones, I haven't done that uh, since the record came out. Uh, beautifully produced record, beautiful sounding record. And uh, yeah. There's not enough time, Bob. There's just not enough time to hear all the great music. It's a full-time job. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. <laughs> so good. You know, I love the title, uh, Home Video, too, because... When this came out, I was actually going through a lot of old home videos from when I when I grew up, and I maybe helped me connect with this record uh, a lot more because you know that's really what she's doing, sorting through the the past, her past uh, on this album, which is what I was doing, and I don't know, just really, really felt a nice connection with this one. Number five, you want to take us to number four, Lil Nas X Montero. Uh, the title track from this record was NPR Music's pick for Song of the Year, and you can hear Lil Nas X talk about it in a podcast episode that we posted last week. But, you know, another one of those insanely, insanely anticipated records. The bar was very high for him after he blew everything up with Old Town Road in 2019. But he came back and just really killed it with this one. He keeps pushing against expectations and boundaries and... This is just a, a fantastic record. It's an unabashed celebration of, of gay love and sex, but it's also more broadly about just loving yourself and who you are and being true to yourself and, and not worrying what others think. I want to play the song That's What I Want from the album Montero. It, it's a real hooky pop song, but it's also, I think, really sweet. One, two, three, four. Meet a boy, you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight Tell me lies, we can argue, we can fight Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight Yeah, that fro black boy with the gold teeth Your dark skin looking at me like you know me I wonder if you got the G or the B Let me find out to see you coming over to me, yeah. This days are way too lonely I'm missing out, I know This days are way too long And I'm not forgiving love away, but I to define in these times But I got nothing but love on my mind I need a baby while I'm in my prime Need an adversary to my down and weary Like, tell me that's life when I'm stressing at night Be like, you'll be okay and everything's alright uh, Let me in nothing cause I'm not wanting anything But you're loving your body and a little bit of your brain These days are way too lonely I'm missing out, I know Forgiving love away, but Yeah, super poppy for Lil Nas X on that song, and that that's across this record too. He it's a lot of different sounds on it. It's not just rap or hip hop, but straight up pop and rock on this too. Another uh, youthful <laughs> artist on our list, including our next artist, which is uh, Olivia Rodrigo, and uh, and her album Sour. Which Robin, maybe you're surprised I like this record because. I was surprised. Yeah, a little surprised. It doesn't strike me as something that falls in your lane. I just fell in love with her lyrics. Are so devastating, and but clearly written, and clearly she's able to express her feelings. They're not abstract, and uh, they cut right to the chase. And it's a case where, for me, the music really matches and enhances and interacts with uh, the lyrics. And... and that's not easy to do, and it's something for someone so young to 
do something so remarkable. It's a brilliant record. I'm so glad our listeners made this the number three album. I want to take us to uh, the opening cut, the one that reeled me in truly for the entire record. I mean, there were songs that came out before that, but I want to play the song Brutal. I'm so caught up in the news of who likes me and who hates you And I'm so tired that I might quit my job, start a new life And they'd all be so disappointed, cause who am I if not exploited? And I'm so sick of 17, I'm over this teenage dream If someone tells me one more time, enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry And I don't stick up for myself, I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before, and I wish people liked me more All I did was try my Brutal out here. I feel like no one wants me, and I hate the way I'm perceived. I only have two real friends, and lately I'm a nervous wreck. Cause I love people I don't like, and I hate every song I write. And I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, and I can't even parallel park. All I did was try my Brutal out here. So good. There, there's something about that song that reminds me a little bit of Elvis Costello's Pump It Up, but uh, clearly in that chorus, but clearly she she owns that explosive sound, yeah. Yeah, and, and the record actually opens with this song, Brutal, and you think, man, this album's going to rip. And there is some good guitar noise on it for sure, but mostly it's pretty intimate. I think uh, largely quieter, more reflective songs. She has some really nice change-ups in it. The first single from it uh, was Driver's License, which is one of the reasons why, if you watch the tiny desk that we just posted <laughs> from her, it was performed at the DMV. Yeah, that was a brilliant move on, on her part. That, that's a great uh, video. The album's produced with uh, Dan Nigro. Great sounding record. Olivia yeah. Rodrigo Sour is the album. On to number two, Robin Hilton. Number two, Adele's 30. Uh, and not at all surprised to see it this high on the list from everyone. Very deeply, deeply personal record for her, her divorce album. I'm someone who thinks this is uh, her best album she's ever done because the songs feel like they come directly from her. They're from her heart and her soul, you know, less, less like they were made by a team in a lab. You know, these really feel honest. Uh, she dials back the production, dials back her voice a little bit, finesses everything a bit more. And she plays around with her sound a lot on this record. You're, you're going to hear some Motown and girl group vibes on the song that I want to play, Cry Your Heart Out. I feel like a ghost 
Yeah, I just really, really love this album. It's it's so intimate at times, too. She includes on some tracks uh, these home recordings that she made where you hear her talking with her young son, and she even cries at one point on the record, like real tears, and talks about how lonely she's been and all you know, lays out all her insecurities and doubts. I just love this. 30 from Adele at number two on our listener picks list. Robin, it looks like we're out of uh, out of time on our on our Zoom meeting here. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, listeners. If you want to know more, just go to our website for the number one record. Uh, yeah, we're about to be disconnected. <laughs> You're gonna do the drum roll. I don't have anything to drum against. I'm everything's padded around me. Everything's oh, covered you're in, a in the padded room again. Did, yeah. did, 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 did they put you in there? Uh, I'll do this. Our number one record is Weezer. No, stop! <laughs> it's Japanese breakfast. Oh, right, the album Japanese Jubilee. breakfast. Yes, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> That's why they put you in a padded room. We even had two to choose from Weezer this year, and they didn't make the list. But Japanese breakfast. You tried though. I, I cleaned up that spreadsheet of votes there. <laughs> I saw your name next to Weezer. But Japanese breakfast, indeed. What a year for Michelle's honor. You know, between this album and her book Crying in H Mart. She has just really put herself out there processing so much personal trauma and grief. And I, I think on this record, Jubilee, you can hear it partly just in the title itself. She just makes a very intentional move to look more outside herself and show everyone that she's made it to the other, other side of the trauma that she's been dealing with and that, and that life is good. Yeah, a lot of that trauma in that book you mentioned, Crying in H Mart, is, uh, is about our mom dying of cancer. And then finding uh, solace in her Korean culture and in foods in particular. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the joy she expresses in Jubilee, she's done so successfully and connects with so many. And uh, we're so happy to hear Japanese Breakfast, our number one album 
for 2021. We should thank our listeners for telling us what they connected with and loved most this year. It's always a great chance to go back and revisit records uh, that we listen to and love throughout the year and and also just uh, to know what what people's passion is. Yeah, for me, all of these lists that I I look through and and this one in particular uh, is just a reminder to go back and revisit things that uh, maybe wasn't right for you at the moment or or uh, didn't connect with, but uh, knowing that so yeah. many people love something is always worthy of giving uh, another listen to. Yeah, for sure. Good to see you again. I'll see you next year, maybe? Uh, maybe. Um, I don't want to make a habit out of this, but it was good to talk and go through all this great music. And we'll post some of our holiday adventures uh, and uh, maybe have one of our own that maybe next year we can uh, let people know about. Yeah. Mm, yeah, might have to do yeah. that. Stay tuned in the podcast for more. I'm Bob Boylan. Oh, and I'm Robin Hilton. Let's go out on Japanese Breakfast, the song Savage Good Boy from the record, the number one record, Jubilee. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered.